Welcome back to Salt and Burn This, our Supernatural Rewatch podcast. I am Sammy. I'm Valerie. Hi. Hi, Sammy. Are you going to work out after this? Yes, I got dressed beforehand, so I wouldn't have any excuses. It's, I I, I feel (laughs) you. Yeah. I have also, what is another motivational factor for me is getting these cute little matchy-matchy pieces that are kind of crappy. Like, see, I don't really have the body for him right now but see yes that's what like all the instructors are wearing I know it's a very trendy trendy look but it's so cute and it kind of does it makes me excited it's like look at my cute little workout outfit and you know I want to look good in it so uh it helps (laughs) whatever works exactly no one looking at so it's just me it is cute by the way thank you are you keeping warm in the I actually, <laughs> I I hate to say this, but I did turn the heat up. It's, I mean, gosh, it was thirty-five degrees today, so oh, I had 35. to. Thirty-five. Wow. <laughs> to that must be, that must be painful. Thirty-five degrees. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I have um, to wear a hoodie in the house. It's it's a hardship. Uh, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, up here in the north, how much snow did you get? Oh, it's got to be at least ten inches, and no signs of stopping like it's definitely going to snow for the next two days wow maybe you guys have on my weather app it says yes snow tonight snow tomorrow maybe wednesday oh my gosh well we just get rain here i think my dog's growing mushrooms at this point so Okay, so we are going to get into episode six, skin. Skin. Uh, the yeah, not. I don't the word. I don't mind the word skin as much as I do the word flesh. Uh, that is probably my least favorite word. I know, like how a lot of people don't like the word moist. Moist. I'm fine with the word moist, but the word flesh just really makes my skin crawl makes my, uh, yeah. makes my flesh crawl <laughs> <laughs> yeah by the end of by the end of this episode you will dislike skin right Just... <laughs> all right so the description from the dvd box set because again i'm not uh using netflix as a reference anymore because it's still wrong it is oh you'll have to share after i i do mind uh, so DVDs, a de- a de- hmm. the DVD says a demonic shapeshifter adopts the likeness of Sam's college buddy to commit a gruesome murder. When the brothers investigate, the being borrows Dean's form to continue its killing spree. So a piece of trivia that uh, that I found, and I don't know when this this was noted as a piece of trivia. But uh, somebody said that Jared Padalecki said that this was the his scariest episode. Hmm. And I'm thinking between episode one and episode six, this one, this one still not the scariest. Yeah, I would. So say I so. will. I'm mean, I can't imagine why this was the scariest, the most disgusting so far. Yeah. Yes, but not not the scariest. So no. I I don't know if that's a piece of true trivia. It just kind of caught my eye, and I'm like. At one point in the supernatural timeline, did he say it? Do you know? That I don't know. That's okay. what I meant by I don't know when right. it was said. Right. But even having gotten to, even if it was just after yeah. making this episode, I would think still not the scariest because episode one was pretty scary. It uh, was. And Dead in the Water. Wow. Yeah, I was scary. just about to say, I think the sca- for me, Dead in the Water was the scariest. Yeah. Same here. Sorry, Jared. This episode was directed by Robert John McNeil and written by John Shaban. Let's say Shaban. Shaban. 
okay, opening scene. Something terrifying is happening. <laughs> yes. And for the first time, remember I remember I said that's like someone always dies or is completely traumatized in the first in the opening. Mm-hmm. And that the brothers are never part of that scene. Mm-hmm. Guess who's in the scene? Oh my god. When they show yeah, when they show Dean's face, it actually mm-hmm. is like what? Yeah, he's in it? Yes. 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 And I, I was like, ooh, Valerie, take it all back. <laughs> I was like, and now now my note says almost never happens. Right. <laughs> the brothers are in the cold opening. Right, right. Uh, by the way, th- this little trick, I reached out to my TV friend named John, which I have intermittently um, when I have questions about camera shots or you know plot points blah 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 like that but when they do like this flashback kind of thing you know mm-hmm. the, the teaser is a is a scene and then once the episode actually starts you know it opens with one week earlier right, right, right. so What's that, that, called? that it's called an in media's res oh in media's res right in, in the middle of res, things yes in the middle of things yeah so thanks john uh-huh. for being my yeah. tv consultant <laughs> Thanks for that. He's going to be so tired of me after a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it says SWAT is rescuing a girl tied up. Turns out the attacker is still in the house. It's Dean. And then it says there's no death and there's no splatter. <laughs> so, yeah. so a slight change from what we started to get used to in the in the openings of well you know what there haven't been a lot of splatters so far in the beginnings i know there's been been the one the one actually no there hasn't been any i don't think in the the teaser scenes i don't think there's been any splatters there was a splatter in the pilot inside of the car but that was but it wasn't part of the opening right it was uh, in the middle of the episode dead in the water was holy god ahead of ourselves yeah we are we need to get ourselves in the mindset of oh we're oh gosh oh, this is all new we've never seen this uh, before new okay we're coming up then on our map quest moment uh huh so Dean and Sam are actually driving south um they're driving through or getting ready to drive through Tupancari um and Brisbane uh, yeah New Mexico uh they're going they're on their way to Bisbee Arizona but I don't know why yeah um, I don't think we know why it's just they just it's, mentioned yeah. it's like so we're almost here and then we'll get there you know <laughs> right and then they end up turning around and driving back to st louis missouri which is like 400 miles mm-hmm. away so they're actually driving back past kansas yes um missouri or wherever, or wherever they are we still well on, on the map on the map it they do go past if you would actually map quest it that's what oh i, I see i see what you mean okay that literally they they gotcha. go past Kansas. So if they were there, they're going back. If not, Tucumcari, Bisbee, St. Louis. Right. That's a trip. So there's somewhere, there's somewhere south in between both of those places. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But the reason they turn around and decide to go back to St. Louis or to St. Louis um, is Sam's like looking at emails on a palm pilot. That's what I thought it was. It's a (laughs) a little palm pilot. With the with the stylus, he's scrolling through his emails. Doop, doop, doop. Yep, and I thought yeah. that was really cute. <laughs> I know it was a. Uh, what did I write down? Oh, a prehistoric tech moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't tell if it was either a BlackBerry or a Palm Pilot. Oh, I don't know. I just assumed Palm Pilot because that's what yeah. everybody had at first. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I've ever actually seen one in person. Like, I don't know if I knew anybody who used a Palm Pilot, you know, but. So they make it to St. Louis and they meet Rebecca, who is a friend of um, Sam's from college, but also the, the sister of, um, of a man who's been accused of killing his wife, uh, his girlfriend. Yes. Zach. Zach is the, her brother's yes. name. Yes. I think that he knew both of them. Right. Because I think they were in college together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And did you um, did you notice that Dean did not stop at the stop sign when he was driving away? No, he just made a U-turn out <laughs> of the gas station. That made a U-turn and left. And there right. Was right through a stop sign. <laughs> he's, he's mad. He has to drive 400 miles Yeah, now. I would be too. So they drive the 400 miles to St. Louis, um, which I don't have any. I've been there. You know, I walked around and uh, went to the arch and all of that. I believe they have an arch. Yes, yes that's they have about an arch. all I 
I've driven past, I've driven past it and through it several times. I've never actually stopped in St. Louis. Right. I do think it's cool though that you can see the arch when you drive, when you're just driving cross country. It is really cool. It is really cool to just see it. You're like, there it is. Giant thing. So they arrive mm -hmm. at Becky's fucking amazing house. Yes, it's <laughs> the parents' house. Still. It's... <laughs> yes, their their parents are in Europe right now, right. but they're coming back for the trial. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate it when I have to fly back from Europe when right. my son's accused of murdering his right. girlfriend. Um, um, and I'm not even going to point out Dean's douchebagness because it's just implied at this point. You know, yeah, with, with you know Becky because she is although. A gorgeous. I, I think it's funny though that Sam doesn't even introduce him. It's it's Dean who yep. has to introduce himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But he is introduced as a detective. Yes. Uh, well, from first, yeah, first a cop and then Dean ups the ante and says <laughs> detective actually. Detective from Bisbee, Arizona. Yes. Yeah. So now this is the sixth uh different identity. Yes. I believe, but, right? Yeah, yeah, they just, there's just no, he doesn't have a badge or anything yeah, like that, so as far as personas go, yes, identity, like, he hasn't pulled out a name yet, he didn't make up a badge with a name on right, it. Right, right, right. Uh, I just want to point out, dogs barking the entire time. Yes, I noticed that in my first watch through with headphones. That's a... I remember reading uh, ghost stories, like a book of ghost stories or scary truths and stuff like that. And dogs are always mentioned in the supernatural because as if dogs have a supernatural sense or a sense of the supernatural. And so anytime I hear dogs barking, I'm like, what do they know? Mm -hmm. you know what do they know that we don't know? Right. So during the scene, Becky kind of lays out what has happened to her brother, the situation that they found, which was security footage found Zach going into his house a little bit before 1030 which is about the time that his girlfriend was you know, strapped to a chair and brutally murdered but Becky says I am positive that he was with me you know hanging out drinking a few beers until at least midnight so mm -hmm. if it was him he'd have to be in two places at once because this security footage does in fact show Zach going into right. the house Right, and she said that they had the, the security footage was like analyzed so that it, it showed that it wasn't faked or the timelines weren't changed. Mm -hmm. So she's really confused. But she also said that their house was broken into or, or Zach's house was broken into and somebody stole his clothes. Yes, so they go to the crime scene. <laughs> because, because, you know, <laughs> Detective Winchester. And she's just like, oh yeah, I have the keys to the crime scene. Let's go. There's no cops around the crime scene. There's some tape, but there's there's no security there at all for a, a crime scene of a brutal murder. Right. We're just able to walk right in, which, okay. <laughs> so they look around. There's another dog, like, really barking, like, his head off at the door. Or, you know, seemingly a dean. The fence, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But towards the house. Yeah. And Becky mentions, you know, he used to be just the nicest dog until that night. Now he just, he went crazy. So this is when Dean is kind of thinking, oh, okay, maybe there is something a little spooky going on here. Maybe. Because before he was not really into this idea at all. Not convinced. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, he didn't want to be here in the first mm -hmm. place. And, yeah, yeah. So he he's starting to scratch the head, scratch his head, like, well, all right, maybe yeah. the dog is telling us something. Right, right. And that's also when Becky says, "Oh yeah, there was somebody who broke in a week ago and stole some of Zach's clothes." And right. then she admits that she sneakily took away the security tape from the officer's desk because <laughs> she has a friend, right? right? Uh, right, she's a friend. I think so. But she just she just had to see it for herself, so she took the security tape. So off they go to review the security tape. Right. And so while that's happening, like the next victim is happening. Mm -hmm. Right? So so you see uh, a person, uh, it turns out that it's Zach, you know, and I'm using yes. air quotes. You can't yes. see that on a podcast. Yes. Um 
who's he's watching like this this husband and wife come out their front door to do their you know kiss kiss goodbyes in the morning um and the, the you know the the wife kisses the husband goodbye and the husband drives off to go to work and the wife goes back inside i just want to take a moment to say mm-hmm. that is not the front door to any house that no. is a storefront <laughs> that is a storefront it literally has a a metal pull handle on the front door well, uh, on I the thought, outside. To me, it looks like an apartment complex, like a really schmancy apartment complex. Oh, it just looked like a storefront to me. It looks like a doorman kind of place, although the inside doesn't really reflect that. Yeah, because he, like, well. well I guess maybe walking around New York so much, it just kind of looked like a. See, that was the thing. It's like, this looks like a place from New York. Or something really no, high end. Not that there high aren't end. not that there aren't high end places in St. Louis, but this this was a money street. No, yeah. no, no. I I get that. So, the next victim is happening. Um, so the husband gets in his car and goes off to work, leaving the wife alone at at home. Um, and creepy. We're we haven't seen Alex. I mean Zach up to this point we don't know who zach is right well they make a connection with it when they're in becky's uh not becky's house oh that's right they see a picture yes the camera makes a shot to the zoom in picture of becky zach and sam and you kind of see the the sequence transition from zach's photo face into the person sitting sitting outside okay okay so we do know zach's in jail right yeah zach is in custody so there's something going on here. We don't know what yet, but the twin, a doppelganger, it's something yeah. that has some cr- crazy eyes because, mm-hmm. yep, into this uh, silver, silver eyes. Kind of, kind of sexy eyes, but <laughs> neither here nor there. And unfortunately, we know that something's going to be, something's going to happen. Right. Well, the next scene is when they're watching the security footage, the brothers are watching it. Or Becky is showing them the Zach walking things. into his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this okay. is where she says, this was analyzed by a pro who says this has not been tampered with. This is real. Sam dismisses her and says, oh, well, maybe we'll take those beers now and maybe some sandwiches. And she says, this isn't Hooters. And Dean says, oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Which it was kind of funny. I have to. It's like okay. That was actually yeah. It would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's because Sam saw something on the tape. Yes, and uh, he didn't want to, didn't want to upset her, and needed to talk to Dean about it about and, their supernatural things. Yeah, because he notices the eyes that yes. we were just talking about. Yes, they shift to silver once the face turns towards the security camera and they make a connection it's like well you know they say the camera can capture your true soul so maybe this is a weird doppelganger or dark double i think they dubbed it at first yeah i do remember them saying doppelganger but i was like doppelganger isn't a an evil thing it's just it's just a a, it's just a thing yeah something that looks like something else right and then we cut to the scene of alex the, the 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 new victim, shall we say, coming home because his trip got oh, cut early. It's yeah, it's the husband. The right? husband, the, yes, the husband coming home, right? The husband coming home sees his poor wife Lindsay in the chair, and she is terrified of him. Like he unties her, ungags her, and she's like, "Please don't hurt me anymore. Please just go right. away. She's, Please." She's just a me bloody alone. mess. Yes, yeah. and terrified of him. But he hears something in the house. So he he goes, uh, leaves his terrified wife to go see what what's making noise in his house and runs into himself. (laughs) (laughs) Runs into himself and himself promptly knocks him straight out with a baseball bat. Yep. And uh, I mean, that's can you imagine like turning a corner and running into like yourself? It's bad enough if some if like you run into somebody that you weren't expecting, like, oh, God, you know. But if you run into you right. in your own house, in your own house, and your wife is tied up and uh, tortured, and tortured, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, I'm assuming it's the next morning. Dean and Sam are out back uh, of this house. Are they? They're, they're in... out back. No, they're still looking out back of um, Zach's house. Zach's house. Yes. And uh, and Sam discovers blood, like a blood trail. Yeah, smeared somewhere. 
randomly. Like on a telephone pole yes. or something. <laughs> Which there's always blood. The blood is always just smeared somewhere totally obvious. The killer is never trying to hide. It's just like... Blurp. It doesn't yes. even make sense why the blood is splattered all over this telephone pole to me. It's just like, right. oh, smack the hand and smear it across and go somewhere. I don't know. Maybe he was leaning on the post while he lifted the sewer cover. Hmm. <laughs> well, which um, comes later. We don't know that they're in the sewers yet. Do they? Do we? No, they it comes next. No, it's it's after the ambulance goes by. Yeah, the ambulance so goes while by. They follow the ambulance to this next to uh, the next crime house scene. where the yeah where the next victim is. Uh, and uh, and that's when. They're like, well, here's another blood smear, but we, you know, where does he, where it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't start anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. How is he getting from this house to that house without being seen? Yes. You know, to commit these crimes. Um, and that's when Dean says, maybe he's using the sewers. Right. Uh, and this is also where Dean is convinced, okay, this is our kind of thing because here's another guy who was in two places uh, at once after he talks to like the neighbors and some officers. Some witness. Yeah, yeah. Some witnesses of the scene. You know, what happened here? Oh, you know, he tied up and tortured his wife. There's always like the nosy neighbors <laughs> who right. have the answers. But you're I looking think, for. yeah, but I think Dean also finds out that, well, maybe I assumed this anyway, that he found that Alex, the husband had an alibi being that he was in the car coming back home or like he was about to get on the plane. Right. Right. Maybe I just connected this in my head, but I think that's why Dean is saying, like, this is definitely our kind of thing because he was in two places at once. Again. Right. And then Dean makes the connection. It's like, well, maybe he's going down. Gotcha. Sees a sewer grate and goes down. Because that's what I would do. Yeah. I would jump right into the sewers. That's the first thing I would do. But yeah, so they uh, are walking the sewers. They, Dean and Sam, are now exploring the sewers. And they come across a steaming pile of goo, shedded, slimy <laughs> goo, yeah. mucus y thing. And uh, I have to say, the sound that this stuff makes, like mm-hmm. Dean sticks his knife into it and is like lifting it up and stretching it. So disgusting. You thought the munching and crunching sounds of the Wendigo were bad. Yeah. This had me like, <laughs> those sounds really had yeah. me gagging. Yeah. And then later, those Wendigo type of sounds actually make an appearance too. So <laughs> this is just a, a vomit, Audio. a vomit yes. inducing episode <laughs> all around. Audio track. Yes. <laughs> the gag, literally, yeah. the gag track. Yeah. So then Dean makes uh, a hypothesis, you know, it's like, well, maybe this shapeshifter, oh, which they did kind of come to that conclusion right earlier, you know, that, that's a shapeshifter. Yeah. Shape, you know, every culture has a skinwalker or werewolf or shapeshifter kind of legend. So maybe that's what this is. So Dean makes a hypothesis. Like, what if the shapeshifter, when he shifts shapes, sheds? Like a snake. Can you say that again for me? Mm, I don't know. What if the shapeshifter, when he shifts shapes, sheds? Very good. <laughs> right. right. And not a bad hypothesis, given that there's a steaming pile of human skin. Yeah. There. Right. Um, I, I had to, I have to do a call out an X-Files yeah. call out mm-hmm. when they first go down into the, into the sewers, they both have flashlights, like really strong yeah, <laughs> flashlights. Like mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I wouldn't say all, but there was a running gag on the X-Files that there was at least one scene where uh, Scully and Mulder and or Mulder uh, use a flashlight. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Yep. So, I mean, not that. That's not necessarily an X-Files call out, but it, to me, it just rang of, of, of X-Files because of how strong those beams were and how yeah. they made a pretty big deal visually of Sam and Dean with these flashlights. So right, I, right. in my heart, that was another call out to the X-Files. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so then Sam receives a call. It's Becky. She's discovered their uh, secret or their lie and she's pissed, rightfully so. <laughs> Get it? 
So they decide to, I don't know what they decide to do, but the shapeshifter shows up, like, you know, jumps out behind Dean. It's, yeah, little jump out moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And hits Dean. Mm-hmm. Pretty hard on the left arm. Yes. They run out of the sewer and into the park in which no one notices and or cares that three men have just crawled out of a sewer grate in the right. park. <laughs> Two of them with guns, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, they decide to split up. Dean doesn't care who sees him with the gun. He's just running down an alleyway being like, oops, sorry, got a gun. Don't worry got about gun. me. Yep. And uh, they lose him. They they lose the shifter. And then at an intersection, Dean it catches up with Sam at the intersection. They head to the car. But then you see in the head, uh, reflection of the headlights, Dean's eyes turn to silver. It's not really Dean. It's not really Dean. Where's Dean? So Shifter, Dean, and Sam head back to the car uh, to regroup. And my question is, what made Sam question? Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe maybe he kind of caught up to himself and was like, well, if this Shifter can take the shape of anyone, and I haven't been near my brother for a while... You know, maybe I should just do a little test. Okay, because I was wondering if there was something that I missed. Because Sam, for no reason, gets a look on his face. And you can see that he's like, oh, remember that time when we, you know, and they bring up, he brings up a case uh, to see if he can trick Dean into saying something. And Shifter Dean says, no, you're wrong. It was this other thing, remember? Yeah. You know, so answers the, the question correctly. Yes, passes, um, passes test number passes one. Passes the test, yeah. And then Sam decides to, you know, do one more test and tosses him the car keys, which Dean catches in his injured arm. Right. And, you know, so Sam is like, ha ha, you are not my brother. Where's my brother? Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't catch any specific moment that would trigger Sam to run a test by this possible fake brother. I would just say he was just being uh, on guard. You know, okay. his, I, th- I think maybe some hunter instincts were kicking in. That would be my my hypothesis. Um, okay. His little spidey sense was tingling. Yeah, maybe. I also, I don't know if him throwing the keys was purposely a test. I mean, I don't know. It very well could be. But it could also have been like, oh, he just tosses his keys to Dean. And he noticed. And right. then walks away and was like, hey, wait a minute. Right, 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 right. Well. I don't know who knows. In, in any case, in any case, somehow this shifter can do other things besides just look like Dean because he could answer that first test correctly, right? Right, right. He thinks like him. So I'm gonna hit pause for a second again. This is yeah. going back to one of my the to a point they made in the earlier in the episode mm-hmm. where they say somebody broke into the house and stole Zach's clothes. Clearly, the shifter does not need to steal clothes. And when it takes on a persona, it's wearing... What do you mean? Well, because the shifter hits, uh, touches, let's just say, touches, hits Dean, right? Mm -hmm. And the next time we see the shifter, he is dressed as Dean, which is just... Dean doesn't have his jacket or his little amulet which they really make a focus on in this episode and i didn't check past episodes to see if his you know his amulet was <laughs> in view you know so much but it was really i noticed it after when i started watching it the second time within the first scene like when they're at the gas station the, the camera shot kind of really puts like the, 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 the yeah. his necklace is like hanging down it's right, right they're right, making right. a point of oh look he wears his amulet He's all the it. time yes mm-hmm but late, fast forwarding a little bit into the episode, Dean has been tied to his sewer pipes for a while, right? Like mm-hmm. knocked unconscious for a while. Mm-hmm. And then when they go looking for Shifter Dean, real Dean is not wearing his jacket or his amulet. And so, so I think he just got the jacket and probably had a stockpile of t-shirts and jeans. So he changed in the sewers when he when he grabbed Dean. Mm-hmm. He took stuff from him and dressed like him. 
Yes. And okay. He is dressed exactly the same way, the gray t-shirt and jeans and shoes as well. So there are I'll give you this, yes, the the screenwriters or the directors what have you, they did give a little bit of liberty. Right, because wouldn't wouldn't Sam notice that he was wearing a different you know, color t-shirt or wouldn't Dean be naked in the <laughs> sewer? <laughs> right? Right, which clearly he's not. He's Darn much it. to our yeah, chagrin. <laughs> yes. So, uh, rewinding back to where were we? <laughs> oh, Sam throws in the keys. He discovers that he's Shifter Dean. Dean Shifter Dean knocks Sam out. Right. Right. Yes. Kidnaps him. Yeah. yeah kidnaps yeah. him. Yep. And uh, drags him down. Da- drags Sam down to the sewers and ties him up. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when we see the the Shifter actually getting dressed <laughs> he's like right okay. on the coat yeah. gathering his tools gives a sucker punch to sam for yeah no reason the... <laughs> yeah didn't need didn't need to do that yeah um but this was one of those moments where uh i was i was like "Ooh, he's transforming i thought the shifter was transforming because his language changed from he does that and he did this to I yeah. and you did this to me and dad did this yeah. to me so he changes me I um but he makes a he makes a he calls it out himself he's like oh I guess I should start talking more like Dean I this and me this yes and it was kind of scary to see that transition yeah you know, it yeah. wasn't a physical transition it was just you know he became Dean he started spouting off Dean's memories to Sam Mm -hmm. you know what it was like growing up with dad and that's when he reveals you know a couple of truths a couple of Dean truths that Dean would never say out loud but he reveals them to Sam and he doesn't do it as a gee you should know this it's a you know an FU moment to exactly it's just trying to to create some tension and animosity and just kind of being a dick (laughs) yes exactly and uh and he reveals that like Dean's one of his deepest fears is that he's going to be left alone like everybody leaves him right dad left Sam went to school and left you know and so Dean uh just feels like he's going that's his fear is that he's always going to be left alone and the shifter is like that's just like me you know, people yeah. keep leaving. I'm just going to be left alone. I am alone. I am yes. alone. Yes. This is why I do this. And you can also see him, as they phrase it later, downloading some of Dean's memories. You know, they do like a little camera trick, you know, where oh. getting like little flashes, bits and pieces of Dean's memory. Mm-hmm. So not only does he look like Dean, but he's kind of become, downloading. becoming Dean yeah. a little bit. Which yeah. is really freaky. You almost get the impression that he could absolutely just replace Dean in this world. If he wanted to, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So the the shifter, having imparted this knowledge on Sam, takes off. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to go torture somebody. I'm going to go find me a girlfriend. I'm going to go. Yeah, you know, D- Dean would bang Rebecca in a heartbeat. So. Right. Off, off he goes. Unfortunately, probably true. but. <laughs> <laughs> So off he goes to Rebecca, covers Sam up with a sheet. Um, <laughs> there, you know, smirky, charming little shifter Dean shows up at Rebecca's house and, you know, kind of falls Weasels for his, his charm. Way Weasels his way yes. in. Exactly. Exactly what he does. So then they're sitting by the fireplace chatting. Uh, in the meantime, we see Dean coming to down in the sewer. In the, the sewers. Same, the same sewer that Sam is in. And, uh, they escape pretty easily (laughs) (laughs) yeah well there's that um but it is funny because like sam is describing to dean like what just happened about like the shifter grab like he's like oh my gosh he really he like had your memories he had your thoughts and uh dean says yeah oh like like, he did a vulcan mind meld on me which i love that reference i love that they threw star trek in there (laughs) and uh um but that's when they're like, wow. So they actually have to keep, the shifter has to keep us alive. It has to keep the the other, the original alive so that they can keep some sort of psychic connection to keep the memories growing. Right. You know, to keep being able to uh, refer back and pull up new memories. Um, and I do like, to, yeah. And he also says, <laughs> like, whoa, you made the better choice. You know, the ha- he picked the handsome devil or something like that. The handsome brother, right? The handsome devil is. Oh, because <laughs> he mean. says it again later. 
I don't know. It's just a silly moment, but it made me laugh. Oh, my gosh. So they um, escape. They head to Rebecca's house to try and stop Shifter Dean from doing any damage. Right. But in the meantime, the Shifter's, like, telling her everything. He's, like, yeah. he's explaining, like, what a Shifter is. And not he's not saying, he, you know, he himself is a Shifter. But he's saying, oh, yeah, so that thing that, uh, you know, doubled your brother is a Shifter. And he's explaining... Um, you know, that it's just uh, looking for, it's somebody or something that's been so hated over time that in order to survive, it's changed itself. It's copied somebody else mm-hmm. um, to to try to get that love and attention and affection that it's missed out on its entire existence. Right. This could have had a really good potential of being a, uh, I guess what I would call a sympathy for the devil moment Mm. you know it it touched on it a little bit you do for a moment feel sorry for this shifter who you know just feels so unloved unloved yeah Mm -hmm. i i think they could i wish that they would have taken that a little farther in the in the writing and in the episode and for this character Um, to give it some sympathy yes and to add add some layers to this monster it kind of is a self-made monster but self-made out of self-preservation you know it's it's been so hated it started out as human and was so hated and so despised that it changed into this monster that can then become other people become loved people well i think i mean it always was a shapeshifter it always had that ability to do that but i think you know there could have been several no, yeah, I'm pretty sure because he says like does he talk about evolution and mutation and yes, I think, but I think that was him. You think it he always was born was a that way, yeah. And this oh. is me thinking. <laughs> uh, I'm relating it to X Men because that's how it is in X Men. This <laughs> the, okay. X Men are mutants. You know, they are born with those powers and those abilities. And if you've read any of the books or the or seen any of the movies, there's often the common theme of, you know prejudice against the mutants you know the people are afraid of what they don't know essentially right Right. so that is how i interpreted this was he was born a shapeshifter but he was brought up in an environment of we are scared of you we don't want anything to do with you which psychologically made him into a monster that makes so much more sense to me because i was going on the fact that he was born human Mm. um and not a mutant so to speak i mean could be human anyway but i mean i thought it was born human and was so hated that it mutated into a shapeshifter ah, that would in order to self for in order to preserve self-preservation ah. so uh, which i think is a far bigger reach than if it was already uh something that was able to transform itself and yeah. then it just went further because it was so hated and feared um so you and i just came from two different theories of <laughs> of, of why yeah <laughs> of, of shapeshifter lore that would be a um, cool story though is someone who was so hated that they turned themselves into this monster that would be really cool I think they've done episodes like that on other shows where people become invisible because they're so uh they're just ignored yeah buffy buffy actually, the vampire buffy. slayer did that mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't want to call it out, but <laughs> well, I did a recent rewatch of Buffy the Vampire Slayer not too long ago, so it's oh. sticking out fresh in my mind. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Just needs a little human touch. Just wants to be loved. Mm-hmm. Shifter Dean hits on Becca. And like really grow enough enough for her to be like, get the hell oh. out of my house, you yeah. disgusting person. I'm calling the cops. Or she says what the hell is wrong with you? And then he gets up and screams, what's wrong with you? Right. She, she goes to call the cops. And this look that Shifter Dean gives, or, you know, Jensen, the actor, mm-hmm. was very unsettling to me. The moment, like, right when she walks away to grab, to call the cops, and right before he turns to attack her, mm-hmm. that yeah, look it's... that he gives really set up the terrifying scene that follows, I felt. Right. Because you see him look justified she's done this this is her fault i have to she's done this and joyous almost he's like relishing this moment right here yeah 
And uh, before we jump into the horror of this, yeah. of this scene, uh, there's an outtake. Hey! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, um, the, uh, the actress, Amy uh, Grabo, Mm-hmm. Um, is it Amy? Did I say it wrong? I think it's it Amy. Amy. It is Amy Grabo. Um, she's so worked up in this scene where Dean has just leaned into her and said something really disgusting that makes her stand up and say, I'm going to go call the police. She literally stands up and goes, get the fuck out. <laughs> but they can't, you know, you I obviously can't say, can't say that. And you hear the director say, cut, you know, she's like, oh, I was just so I just wanted to say, get the fuck out, okay, okay, okay I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry you know? she was just so worked up about that so, not a funny outtake, but an outtake of of emotion you know, right, that, right, what you really want to say in a, in a non-PG rated situation yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what's wrong with you, get the fuck out so, he attacks her mm-hmm. and tortures her yes ties her up and tortures her and and that's when we jump to the scene we saw in the very beginning yes. of the show which is the SWAT team somebody tipped off SWAT uh that that there, something was happening in this house right yeah that's and yeah yeah you're right where did they come from I want to say uh, Sam maybe and Sam and Dean. yeah yeah you're probably right because because Sam was like hey we should call the cops and Dean's like uh you were oh, calling them put, yeah, putting an right. APB out on me. <laughs> so that's maybe they right. swatted. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the shapeshifter, when the SWAT comes in the house, when the SWAT team comes in the house, he's able to either kill or injure. It's hard to tell yeah. um, one of the SWAT members and leaps out a window. So apparently they also, shifters also have like super strength because right. he leaps out of like a two-story window and is fine. Yeah, runs away. <laughs> runs away. And uh, and runs back to the sewers. Because mm. the next thing we see is him shedding the the Dean the Dean body, the yes. Dean persona. Yes, there's there's some close ups and some detailed Oh effects. my gosh. My first thing is like, Yay, Dean's taking off his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yay. It was just a little clap. It was just like a, you know, thank you for that. And then it was like, oh, oh, not only is he taking off his shirt, he's taking Taking out his his teeth. He's taking (laughs) off his ear. He's taking off his chest. And you just see him literally pulling the skin off his body. Yes. The teeth are falling out, being pushed out by new teeth. And oh, it's, it's just, yeah, it's disgusting. Now, and those noises. Again, there's yeah, a like bone whoop. crunching and, and slurpy, slimy, disgusting stuff. And this, to me, was a total call out to the movie American Werewolf in London. Did you ever see that? <gasps> no, but that's so funny you say that. It it um, evoked the werewolves from Underworld to me. Oh. Did, you ever, did you ever see Underworld? I think I did. I think I did once. Right. Once in the theater. Yes. Right. But the yes, way, yes, yes. but the way the humans change into werewolves, they the CGI goes directly inside of their body and shows like their bones shifting and their organs mm-hmm. shifting, and it's a very, <laughs> if these creatures did exist, if werewolves existed and shapeshifters existed, this painful is a process. very yeah, it's a very painful and realistic way in which I think that they would uh, do their change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very visceral well, and gross and <laughs> yep it uh, the whole like peeling off the outside to reveal the new underside uh-huh. um was very much american werewolf in london ah. um and it was uh it was one of the early werewolf movies in the 80s mm-hmm. um scary movie but also with a tinge of comedy but also it was a revolutionary for the the makeup and the right. effects of of, of someone transforming into a werewolf so yes i just wanted to shout out american werewolf in london yes and shout out to these makeup and special effects artists for this episode it was so that well was terrifying done. yeah 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 and then you never felt like there was no giggle moments in it it no. was just you just watched it happen yes. and were uh, amazed by it okay. appalled disgusted and yeah yeah so i want to pause on the, the story real quick because okay. this was where I made my discovery and then I went into a rabbit hole 
<laughs> oh no, it's so easy to do. I know. So, for the most part, with the with the exception of episode one, where I did watch both the Netflix version and the DVD version, mm-hmm. since then, for the rest of the episodes, minus this one, I have either only watched the Netflix one or only watched the DVD one. Okay. So, this one was the first one since the pilot that I have watched the two. So, I watched the Netflix one first, you know, just to, to enjoy it. And the whole time I'm thinking, man, the soundtrack to this episode is fire. Like I was obsessed with all of the music choices in it. Um, I didn't know what any of them were, you know, but. Right. But they were there. They were good. Yes. I loved the soundtrack to this episode. I watched the DVD version and it it got to this point, like the song that's playing during uh, Shifter Jeans changed Mm -hmm. the transformation. It's different. It's different in the DVD. Um, The the DVD would be the original version. Yes, the DVD version was um, Hey Man, Nice Shot by Filter. Do you know that song? I said, you know, hey man, nice shot. It's like a really industrial kind of sound, which Mm -hmm. I love that song. It's part of my library anyway. And I was like, wait a minute, this is different because the other song, I had no idea what in the Netflix version, I had no idea what the song was, but I did like it. You know, it wasn't something I recognized. Right. But then when I watched the DVD, I was like, no, I know this song. You knew it was different. Yes. Okay. And then, like, I was trying to, like, look up what this song was called and all of this. Almost all of the episodes are different. They have different soundtracks. We have been ragging on the music since day one. We're like, what the hell is this? I have no idea what this band is. You know, they talk about, like, loving mullet rock, and then they play this song. No, in the in the original one, in the DVD, which I didn't make this connection at the time. I don't know why, maybe because too much time had passed in between my viewings. But they play, I think it's ACDC, Back to Black. Like the scene where they're like, Sam's making fun of him for the mullet rock cassette. Right, and they pull out and it's, yeah. And we're like, why would they start their adventure with that crappy song? Yes, no, originally it's an actual mullet rock song. It's like ACDC or Metallica or something. I can't remember off the top of my head. See, okay, because I made a point in one of the um, in one of our episodes where I knew of other shows that when they went to a streaming format, that they had to go back and re-edit all of their uh, music because they weren't licensed for streaming. They were licensed for DVD release, but the music wasn't licensed for uh, streaming, and that would have been a whole new license and a whole new. Um, a round of fees and contracts so they just re-edited for streaming yeah. all the music yeah i remember when you mentioned that a little bit and i can't remember what episode it was but no it's been that way since the oh beginning. we need to stop ragging on the music well we can rag oh. on the netflix but yeah there's i'm on uh on the supernaturalwiki.com there's a section where it has like all of the music and they do mm-hmm. list like the the Netflix the soundtracks versus the original release oh, they, soundtracks. Yes, they do a they do a versus like Netflix versus uh, DVD? kind of yeah. So here it'll say like season one pilot and the first songs that are listed are what originally was there, and then it'll have the Netflix version oh right gosh. underneath. So I'm gonna have to keep this as a reference for almost every time. Okay, wow. Yes, please, because it's a game changer. It's an absolute game changer. Yeah. So it's like almost uh, all of the songs are different on this episode because then at the end, I noticed another difference. So that's mm -hmm. when I started looking up, okay, there's got to be, so like in Bloody Mary, the last one, in the the original, they played Def Leppard (gasps) and the Rolling Stones. What? And Fall Out Boy, which is not Eh. classic rock, but yeah. This one, they have a Leonard Skinner song. That's what they play uh, when they're driving out of the gas station. And at the end, they play All Right Now. The All Right, all right Now. now. Yes. Okay. I feel robbed. I feel absolutely I, so robbed now. My <laughs> supernatural experience has been changed. Yeah. I, I, Netflix has robbed me of the, the true supernatural production experience the audio yes and that sucks because the songs mean so 
much. It's not yeah. just like, oh, that was a good beat. It's like the songs were picked for a reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you will go back to having the original experience in season two because it looks like they don't like they keep all of the original songs oh okay in netflix it's just the first season that they took away all of the good music so unpause unpause let us us continue on to the story yeah Uh, so um uh shapeshifter gets away yes uh and sam and dean say well they say that he drove the car to Rebecca's and he didn't leave in the car, so the car is probably still there. Let's go to the car. Although, is that when when, when Dean says, I can't believe he drove my car? Yes! <laughs> He's like, I can't, believe, I can't believe somebody drove my car. God. Like, uh, it just kills me. Like He just like keeps going on about it and Sam is just like, it's calm just down. Like, let it, Stop it. Let it go. <laughs> Had Frozen been out there, I'm sure he would have said, let it go, Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that movie wasn't made then. But I don't think Yes. Let it go. Dean was just kind of funny in this scene. Because he's like, we gotta find that handsome devil. And <laughs> <laughs> he did have the quips. We'll just, he was was quippy. A... So they go to the car, which is in front of Rebecca's house. And mm-hmm. of course, the cops were waiting for the killer to come back to the scene of the crime where he left his car. His car. (laughs) And this was And they're surprised. Yeah. This totally made me go, this was so lazy as far as writing goes. Yeah. Because, of course, Sam and Dean would know that. Right. They are are seasoned hunters. Yes, they They are seasoned from escaping the cops. Right. That the cops would have, A, been in front of the, the house, and B, would have been there for the car. Right. And then it gets even further, uh, or even more lazy, that Dean runs away, and Sam is caught there with his hands up, and he says, don't worry, they can't hold me. Now, I'm not proficient in uh, law or a criminal activity or anything like that, but Sam is the brother of this uh, murder suspect. Right. Of, you know, supposed Dean Winchester. How they, I, I feel like they could hold him. They could right. take him in. And be like, an accessory. Uh, did yes. he drive him? Did you he came drive back him to, to the, the house? scene of the crime right. with the suspect. They, right. they obviously saw Dean coming there. And that's right. why they, woohoo, you know. Um, yeah, that was, and that then, was ridiculous. And then, yeah. and then, and then, Dean comes back to the car in the morning, just, free to do so the cops are gone amazingly <laughs> didn't impound the car yes didn't impound the car he's a he has full access to his trunk of weapons because <laughs> the cops didn't search the car of a murder suspect well he hasn't murdered he didn't murder um well attempted murder uh, yes but yes you are right uh, a bad guy who attacked and tortured this uh, another girl yeah uh, Becca, which, by the way, um, Becca seemed pretty calm. Like, so Dean gets away. Sam goes to uh, Becca's, and uh, he's sitting on the couch talking to Rebecca, and she seems pretty calm for someone who was just tortured, uh, or you know, potentially, uh, you know, killed and raped by this by Dean. Yeah. You know, and she she doesn't seem to be like, that was Dean. <laughs> Dean just did this to me. She seems to be very accepting of her current circumstances. Right. And Sam's just sitting on the couch drinking one of her beers. He's not comforting her. He's not apologizing to her. He's just literally sitting there with his back to her. Like, he could have been peeling the label off the beer bottle for as much as he cared about Becca in that moment of, I have to go, you know, comfort, make sure she's okay. Right. And he's not doing a good job of that. <laughs> No, but of course we know that it's not actually Becky. It's Shifter Becky because right before that, Dean, you know, after he's <laughs> just freely able to go to his weaponed car, get some guns, he goes back into the sewer, does not find the Shifter there, but does find real Becky tied up. Right. And, you know, she's just like, oh my God, I just saw this thing turn into me. What the hell? And, 
know, Dean says, yeah, well, we got to go because Sam went to go visit you. <laughs> <laughs> and then cut to, yes, the scene where, you know, Shifter Becky is cool as a cucumber. Um, mm-hmm. And then whack Sam over the head with the beer bottle because that's the only move that this Shifter has is just whacking people over the whacking head with things. The head. That actually brings us to another outtake moment where... <gasps> Uh, the actress in that same scene with Dean sitting on the couch looking you know forward and the shapeshifter Becky is behind him Mm -hmm. she takes a swing with the bottle and misses him completely (laughs) (laughs) so they have to do it again oh god (laughs) and I think I think he uh I think uh Jared Padalecki says something like well take more than a bottle to you know, yeah. get me, and then she literally just goes, but uh, yep, swing and a miss. Yeah, I am so sorry that I'm having such a hard time following the shifter from body to body or like out of clothes into clothes type of thing because suddenly now, after after uh, Becky shifter knocks out Sam, mm-hmm. shifts back into Dean, mm-hmm. the shifter shifts back into the Dean persona. Mm-hmm. Which apparently there doesn't have to be any other contact. It's just uh, he decides to shift, and right. since Dean's still alive, he can still psychically change. But my qu- my question is, clothes? You know, <laughs> did did he run back to the sewer again and change clothes? Like change back into Dean clothes? Well, maybe he brought him with him. <laughs> You're right. Absolutely, I didn't think of that. Uh, he could have had a, a well he bag. obviously had a plan you know because he went to B- becky's house turned into becky i don't know i just assumed that he brought him with it, wanting and hoping to catch sam so that he could then kill sam and frame dean, dean and take over as dean's persona be yeah. dean himself yeah or well i don't know if he wanted to take over as dean completely like, permanently i think he just wanted to torture dean mm. Because he says something like, oh, you know, your, your brother wanted for a first-degree murder of his brother? Man, that's really going to drive him crazy. Or something like that. There's, some, it, there's some some loose threads in this episode, yes. I'm just, just going to say. Oh, I was left with so many questions at the end. Um, yeah. so, so Sam is again found himself tied up <laughs> inside of Becky's house. Yes, Shifter <laughs> has gone back to Dean. Yes, in Dean's clothes. Um <laughs> And then there's a little bit of <laughs> a James Bond villainry going on here. <laughs> yes, they... <laughs> where, where he just monologue. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me monologuing, didn't yes, you? Yes, yes. Oh my god, yes. And leaves, you know, and threatens Sam after monologuing with a knife, and he slams the knife into the pool table. Um, as a threat of I'm going to come back and kill you yep. with this giant knife. Giant knife. But first I'm going to turn around and throw my back to you. <laughs> Since you're just tied up, hanging out on the floor. By the way, there was another lazy camera shot. I felt like first Sam was like sitting up at one point and then mm-hmm. it kind of fades into another shot where then Sam is on the floor. But it didn't look like anything had happened in between. It didn't look like Sam was you know, bloody from oh. you know, torture he things. Just he just moved positions. Yeah. Oh, that could just be bad editing. I think it was um, bad editing. So anyway, shift. Sure. yeah, the, <laughs> the shifter villain um, turns his back to this... Le- poorly tied up sam it's just like his hands and feet or something um right but sam's able to like flip around and throw his tied up hands over this knife and is able to cut through those ropes pretty thick Mm -hmm. and he's able to literally saw through these ropes in like a nanosecond he's like flip put my arms over the knife and cut 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 i'm free yeah I'm like, were you guys tired that day? Were you just ready yeah. for this for this episode to be over? It was it was it was frustrating to go from such really great, you know, effects to a cop out, you know, some 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 shortcuts they, they took. Yeah. But I agree. But a pretty badass fight scene follows that. I I enjoyed this fight scene. Yes. <laughs> a lot. Which 
ends with Shifter Dean just about to choke Sam out when real Dean, hero Dean, comes in and silver bullets. Yeah, pew pew kills him with silver bullets. Kills himself. Yes, he kills shoots. himself. He Although I guess we forgot to mention earlier that they did figure out that there's one way to kill these things, and that's with a silver bullet to the heart. Uh, then yes, I guess we could have mentioned that earlier. Right. So Dean shoots him with a silver bullet to the heart. And effectively kills him. <laughs> and kills him. And tears off this amulet. The necklace. So I'll take this back. Thank you. Thank you. And see, now I need to go back and re-watch re it just to track the necklace. Because I could have sworn that Sam was, I mean, Dean was wearing it. No. And not the shifter. No. Shifter Dean so wears it. From the get-go? No. Uh, anytime shifter Dean is... Shifter Dean, Shifter he's, Dean wearing he's wearing it. Hmm. And while he has it, real Dean does not have it. I'm got it. 90% sure. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let that one go. So, um, and of course, the episode kind of ends ish on a quip, on a Dean quip, mm -hmm. you know, where he's. Uh, well, the whole closing, yeah, it's like a wrap up scene, you know. Sam speaks with Becky and says, like, oh, yeah, these things really are there. And she's like, oh, I've even seen it for myself, and I still can't believe it. And right. they say goodbye, and then they get in the car, and Sam kind of uh, comes to terms with, you know, the life that he has chosen now, which is more lonely than what he was able to have as a college, or Joe College, as I think the like, dean labeled him as. Yeah, but uh, Dean says, like, as, as kind of a walk away, he's like, well, I'm sorry, I'm going to miss my funeral. <laughs> um, because Sam's asking him, like, are you okay with uh, leaving this town knowing that you've been accused of murder, even though you're, you're dead? <laughs> yeah. But that, that Dean Winchester mm -hmm. is a murderer, is a murderer. And are you okay with that? And the only thing Dean has to say is, well, I'm sorry, I'm going to miss my own funeral which is funny but at the same time i'm like this this could be a bad thing you know the police <laughs> yeah. have his his face and his image as as a homicidal maniac basically and they may think he's dead but yeah but the police team... obviously don't care that much considering they <laughs> <laughs> all right they 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 drop the they drop the ball a few times oh uh, yeah um so i have to say i have to tell you a story it's, yep. it's really quick uh, when when Dean says, I'm sorry, I'm going to miss my own funeral. One of my trips cross country, I was driving on a freeway and I was passed by a hearse doing like a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> and because I drive pretty fast, you know this. And, but this, this hearse passed me, I mean, flew by me. And the only thing I could think at that moment was that guy is going to be late to his own funeral. <laughs> I mean, I was like, he's literally must be late to his own funeral. Oh, and so no. when Dean said this, I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> that is how I ended the episode for me. <laughs> well done. Yeah, this was not my favorite episode. No, it had really great moments. It, it had, had really, great, really moments. great moments. It had good um, potential. Right. But yeah, like you said, there were a lot of like loose ends, a lot of plot holes, like yeah why what was this guy's motivation to to kill these people what was his process of picking his victims it wasn't yeah. it was just like random selection um, right I, I just figured he found people who he wanted to try to get loved by yeah yeah you know so he took over what he saw was good relationships and tried to insert himself into them and when the women didn't respond the way he wanted he tried to kill them he killed them and tried to kill them right, right. that's how i saw it but yeah. it was never explained that was right. never punched up as a plot line right um again like where were the cops were like the csi or the detectives throughout this <laughs> spree scenes right uh w w they never really explain why or how the shapeshifter can also be a mind shifter you know, it just is a thing that the shapeshifter can do, and uh, they don't really explain how he's able to do it or or why. It's just, oh, this is one of his powers. Okay. Um, okay what he's about, psychic. Okay. What about Becky's house? 
you know, they totally destroyed <laughs> Becky's house. There's blood everywhere. And then she's just like, okay, thanks, guys. Bye. You know? <laughs> Good to see ya. Don't call me Becky. Or don't yeah. call me, you know. Whatever it was. Yeah. It was it was kind of sloppy. It was kind yeah. of a sloppily put together episode. That doesn't mean that it didn't have good production values mm-hmm. um, and good acting. Um, it's just story-wise and the way it was put together, uh, not my favorite. Yeah. Not my favorite. Cool moments, but not my favorite episode. I like, I said to you in the very beginning, I'm like, this was hard for me because... I was thinking it made me think too much because of the like you said plot holes yeah and I just want to watch so I was not really able to suspend my disbelief with this one yeah I can't really yeah. pinpoint why but I just w- wasn't able to right well because like I've said in other I get so I get frustrated by things that take me out of the story that take me out of the the watching of the episode not that I get annoyed but there are moments that will take you out this one had too many of them Mm -hmm. there was just too much where I was just like oh I couldn't just lose myself in the episode yeah but then I also have to remind myself this is only the sixth episode in the first season you know (laughs) Yes. Yes. But what does that tell you, though, about right. the first five episodes that they really impressed us yeah. to the point where we wanted to keep watching? Yeah. You know, it, it, they said they set the bar. And so it's their fault yes. that we were yeah, disappointed right. with this episode. So, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's right. A good thing. But like I said, still good acting, good directing, um, special effects, amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, good music. Yes. Loved the music in this one. And uh, yeah, it was it was just kind of a it was good a spotty a spotty story yeah. wasn't the best story yeah so I I feel like we should apologize that it's a slightly scattered um, podcast but it's because the episode was scattered so it took us between you know to the two of us to try to figure things out for each other <laughs> right All right. It's okay. I'm not going to apologize for anything. This is how it is. Deal with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's going to do it for episode six, Skin. Don't forget to, if you like what you're hearing, to give us a like, uh, follow, a subscribe, what have you, on all of the various podcast forms that we're on. Also, give us a follow on all of our social channels. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I don't know, whatever our names. Twitter is Salt and Burn This, and the other two are Salt and Burn This Pod. Um, and reach out to us if you have like questions or if you caught something that we didn't, which is likely. Um... <laughs> <laughs> or if you find we're flat out lying to you, <laughs> right? <feel free. laughs> yes, yes. Correct us. Don't mansplain to us, but you can correct. Okay, so that's going to wrap it up for episode six. We will see you next week for episode seven, Hookman. Bye. Bye. Bye.